Live from the rooftop of the Herman London Real Estate Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood, it's the St. Louis Realtor Podcast with your host, Adam Cruz. Welcome, welcome everybody to the St. Louis Realtor Podcast live from the rooftop of the Herman London Real Estate Group in beautiful downtown Maplewood, Missouri. I'm your host, broker owner of Herman London Realtors, Adam Cruz. I'm here with my fabulous co-host, Shannon St. Pierre. Hello. Thanks for being here, Shannon. And you're Always. a realtor too. Yes. And an investor. We're going to pop into that a little bit today. Yes. Today is October 15th, 2019. Shannon said she needs to get her Halloween decorations up. And I want to tell you something, Shannon. Yes. Please, My neighbor Adam. the other day was putting up what I thought were Christmas lights, <laughs> which they say that Halloween is the only thing keeping Christmas from inching forward, forward like even into, into earlier October. October. But here's the deal. They have those kind of Christmas lights now that change colors and you can like program the colors. Oh, nice. So they put them up now and they just put them on orange. And then so come, I guess, Thanksgiving or whatever, they'll just change them to red and green. I think that that's brilliant. I thought it was pretty smart too. You know, uh, October tends to be a pretty fair weather month. So instead of trying to put up lights for the holidays in December or late November... Yeah, well, so what is these color-changing LED lights programmable going to do to our holiday decorations, Shannon? Uh, well, see, I don't have the LED lights, though. Well, you're going to have to get I them. just have the big spider webs and, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, then you're going to have to put those up and then take them down and then put up Thanksgiving stuff. And yeah, I don't really do Thanksgiving. Just kind of an update on Herman London. We just had our company picnic this weekend. It was amazing. How was it? I'm sorry I missed it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. We had a really good turnout. We had uh, Chesterfield Title brought a ton of meat. We had uh, Endeavor Capital Mortgage brought um, a bunch of drinks. And a bunch of our agents really stepped up and helped plan it. And we, you know, we always like to have fun events and little contests and stuff. So you go to the picnic and it's like, oh, man, I can't even talk to anybody. I'm just constantly doing these different Did activities Did you have the arm stuff. wrestling? We did have ladies Event? arm wrestling. Ladies yeah. arm wrestling, yes. Yeah, Christy Cramlich won this year. Good for yep. her. Congrats, Absolutely. Christy. And uh, did in Denver bring the axe throwing? They did not bring the axe throwing, thankfully. Mm. We didn't really need that. But yes. we had a bags tournament. We had our Zestimate contest. Actually, we were. Uh, I, Matt Simon um, was dethroned this year. <gasps> Who won the Zestimate contest? Erica Bish won it this year. Good for yeah. Erica. Yeah. Girls on it. Absolutely. Um, so the Zestimate contest is uh, where we as realtors just try to guess prices. I, you always pick out who picks out the houses on I, Zillow. I find, I find, uh, I go on the MLS. I found, I think this year it was eight houses that have sold within the last couple months. And I just sort of choose random ones across the, you know, the area. And then I print them out and I do all this copying and pasting to try to make them fit on a sheet or whatever. And then I take off all the prices and the price per square foot. And then you have to go through each house and guess how much it sold for, tally that up, and then it's kind of like whoever gets the closest number to the total number, that's the person who wins. Yeah. And so Erica won, but it was interesting going through, and it was like, oh, she was 100000 over on this one, but then she was 100000 under on this one kind of thing. So, But it's really interesting. It's fun to see how close you know people – there was people that were a million dollars off. But it's tough when you have no, almost no photos, barely any information. But it's just a fun thing to do. It is always really fun. So the company's gearing up. Our next big like sort of company event is the business planning event, which we do every year in January. We're always going to be trying to make that new and fun and interesting and just kind of 
you know, get people sort of engaged in their business for the year going forward. But what's really exciting, Shannon, is we're getting into party season. I know it. And, and you love party season. For, I do love for party more, season. For more reasons than one or two. Well, one of our, you know, we have a bunch of different kind of mottos at our company. Yes. And one of them is go to the party. And yep. we encourage our agents, like, get Just, out there, meet the people, you know, kind of show up to the event, you know. Yes. And this is the season for it. You can probably go to a party every single night if you wanted to. Yes. In party December, slash, it's kind of, thing, yeah. Whatever. yeah. Yeah. And so for anybody listening, you should follow this motto too. Go to the party. I always talk about you've had a long day. It's kind of drizzling out. It's getting dark. What do you want to Colder. do? Colder. You want to go home, throw those sweatpants on, right? And just watch some Netflix. But what we want you to do is go to the party. Yes. Go to the party. Branch out. Meet new people. Yeah. So what we're, what we're planning on talking about today, listeners, is we want to get an update from Shannon on the rehab that she's doing in the Grove. And then if we have time... We're going to also kind of talk about just this, not specifically necessarily this winter market, but the winter market. You know, we're kind of in that last quarter of the year and kind of, uh, we're in the last quarter of the year, right? Yeah. We are. Last quarter of the year and talking about, you know, different people's perspectives on that. So we did a podcast, I don't know how many podcasts ago, where we went over to Shannon's rehab that she's doing and it was pretty much Was it a year ago? Point. It was at least a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was at least a year ago and it was gutted at that time i think it was gutted. no it wasn't gutted it um it still had up the framing from the previous so that's right so you bought Fra- uh, this building, rehabber or whatever start from the beginning you bought this building in the grove it's kind of a what is it like 900 square feet or something yeah it's a shotgun style so it's 720 or something on the main floor you know they did not have the basement finished it did not have electric actually going to it. Um, okay. They had some of it, some of it plumbed out, I guess, and they have they had it framed out. So someone had bought it, kind of gutted it, started framing it, stopped for whatever reason. You bought it, and then you took down all their framing. You didn't yeah. like their layout. Well, yes. So they got in a little bit in over their heads. Uh, so I took over the project, and it for one, it didn't work. Um, they weren't going to finish the basement, and the bedroom that they had framed out didn't even have a window in it. And it's important to note that you have to have a window not in, only, not in only a bedroom. Not only do you want to, you have to. You have to. Yeah, it's not a want thing. I mean, I know there's some people who think that would be very desirable to have just blackout, right. you know, but you do have to have a a window because you have to have two points of exit out of every room for it to be considered living area. So it wasn't uh, even a one bedroom house. So you gutted it. So we took down all the framing, kind of just started over from, from scratch. And that's where we, we went there before you took down the framing, I yes. guess. Yes. And so it was literally a shell of a building. So I had four brick walls. So what was the timeline? Do you remember what roughly what even year you bought it in? So a year ago. It was about a year yeah. ago that you bought it? Yes. Uh, it's September 18. Okay. September of 2018. And what have you done now? So we're actually in the home stretch now. And so initially we, um, I started with a contractor and I struggled with the layout because it's, I think it's extraordinarily challenging because it's so small. Every inch of that space counts. 
And so trying to figure out how to put a bedroom in there that made sense that you could get a double bed or a queen size bed in there, plus two nightstands, you know, with the positioning of where the door was for the back of the house, the back door. Was it important to you that it had an actual bedroom and it wasn't, you know how when you go to Ikea and they have all those little spaces like this is 400 square feet and you're like, I could live in here. But, right, but yeah, I think you want a defined bedroom where you can actually close the doors. I think that that's, yeah. yes. Assuming there'll be more than one person living there, I suppose. Correct. Okay. Um, so we, I think, struggled with that for a couple months. Um, and, you know, I started with a contractor who started the roof, who who did some of the uh, clearing out, you know, took down the framing and stuff like that. And uh, we also had to take down some trees. I think the one thing that people always forget about are the trees. When Either when you're buying a house or you're buying an investment property, that's the one thing I didn't take into account that was a huge hit to the budget. Okay. Well, I don't want to know the number because I am getting quotes now to trim a tree at my house. And I'm like, this is the worst expense of home ownership. It's like having to pay to trim a tree. Yeah, I don't think people no under, remember. Not, yeah. I'm enjoying it. There's right. no value to me. Right, just except that it needs to be done. Money. Yes, yeah. yeah. But the tree's dead. It's got to go. So you had a big tree that you had to have We had down? a couple of them. Oh, yeah, wow. Plus, there were some that were in the space where we wanted to put a parking pad. Okay, okay. So they had to go. Um, extraordinarily expensive, I will say that. Um, and I think we crossed the holidays, got through the holidays of last year, came into January, February. My husband's like, okay, we're still struggling with this layout. This isn't making sense. Let's go get an architect. Like the contractor, you know, like it's come up with some layouts, but I'm like, it's not, he's not taking any of my feedback into consideration either. So, so we go and we hire our architect that I um, worked with before and we had plans within a week. Wow. Bam. That you and liked. Ju- oh, yeah. Oh, and yes, and made sense. So he took the back door and he moved it to a side window. We had a w- couple windows on the side, so we made one of the windows on the side of the house a door oh. and closed in the back door so that the whole back space of the house could be the bedroom. Okay. I've been in, I mean, obviously, I've been there. So that back of the house is now the bedroom. Interesting. Yes. And the door is on, if I'm standing on the street, is the door on the right? Uh, the side door is going to be on the left. Okay. The left side was the side with all the windows. The right side actually has no windows. Okay, okay. So and, you put yeah. a door where there was a window. Yes. So I opened that up, closed in on the back door, made that the whole back space a, wind, um, a master bedroom, moved the stairs as well. Whoa, no one ever moves the stairs. You moved the stairs? We moved the stairs. Was that crazy expensive? Why do people never move the stairs? It wasn't that expensive. I think it's a really scary uh, prospect for sure. You do... But it wasn't that expensive to have someone come in, build a new set of stairs, which a lot of people have to do anyway. And we did have to put up new joys or is beams. That, new is that beams. what it is? Is it about the support and stuff that makes people never want to move the stairs? I guess, but it wasn't that expensive. I always want people to turn around the stairs. You know, like, okay, we enter the stairs here now and you walk down the basement into a wall. Like, let's turn them around and then you walk like into the basement. Yeah, as long as it works with the, the joists and stuff like that. Okay, okay, go on. Yep. So once we had the plans, then um, I had a little bit of a falling out with the contractor. Go on. Not showing up and working or getting completing what he had already even started. So 
So did you have like a contract with this person? I did not really necessarily have a contract. I think I was hesitant just because I wasn't sure how it was going to work out. And I wasn't exactly super excited about the initial work. Okay. And so also, then you definitely didn't have like the kind of agreement in there where that they weren't done by a certain date, then they get less money. Right. Right. Would you, would you do that? Okay. So I have had an investor, uh, that has had the contract with a contractor and, so the investor themselves tried to put that clause into the contract and the contractor came back and said, okay, fine, you can put that in there. And then I get to add my own clause as well that if we complete early, then you pay us for every X amount for every day that we got done early. And what what's wrong with that? Well... I don't like that. I mean, it's like, what, are you just going to slap some work up then? What are you going to do? Right. I, th- I, I think that there's two things wrong with that is, one, they instead of saying that the project was going to take four weeks, we were now looking at 16 weeks. What? Huh? What, what, like, huh? I think it was like a 12 week. It was like... You're, are we still talking about your house? No, on the investors, that clause, because uh-huh. you're asking about, did we as, add that clause of if you mm-hmm. aren't com- done by X amount of time... There's well, a penalty. okay, contractor, like maybe we're not a good fit, first of all, but also I'm, I asked you how long this was going to take. Mm-hmm. You told me how long it was going to take. I'm making all sorts of other plans around that, so I need it to take no longer than what you're telling me it's going to take. You gave me the date. So I'm just trying to hold you accountable to the date that you gave me. Right, but I also think there's also some really unforeseen situations that come up all the time when you do rehab. Totally. Totally. I mean, it's almost impossible. I mean, the one thing that I try to walk, I mean, investors through when they're doing a rehab or fixing up a place is that it's almost impossible to predict a timeline, don't you think? I mean, they never work out. And yeah. there's a reason for that. It's because the unanticipated items yeah, they pop happen. up. But ideally, there would be communication happening, you know, and maybe like, I mean, I know we're doing kind of a normal rehab here, but... Like, oh, you want to change things? Well, let's do like a sort of a change order and let's talk about how much longer that's going to take and how much more it's going to cost, you know? And there's to me, there should be sort of a lot of communicating and really, you know, paperwork going on yes. the whole time so that we are all on the same page. When do you have problems? It's when the, the job is done and then you get the bill and it's way different than you thought. Right. I think communication is the most important aspect. Okay, so you chose finally chose a contractor you liked? No, I just decided to act as my own contractor. You're the GC. Yes. Okay. Well, this is I think that when you bought this pro- I know we're kind of jumping around, sorry, but when you bought this property, am I correct to think that you looked at it like this is us going to go to rehab college? And so we may make money. Oh, we want to make some money here. But we're also going to learn a lot of lessons, so our next one will go more smooth. Did you have that kind of? No, I think you, you're pulling from another conversation. Yeah, that we had on another uh, that I had with an investor. Okay. And that was an investor, and I think that that's still a really great philosophy. So you and I do kind of talk about this because people pay exorbitant amounts to go and take these classes. For, to learn about investments uh-huh. and how to... The seminars. Yes, these seminars that cost thousands of dollars. But then they've never done a deal. Uh-huh. Um, so instead of just being so afraid and t- about jumping in and losing money, 
jumping in and actually doing, you, I think, learn so much about the process and how to get things done. So the positive thing about you now being the GC is that's I know it's more burden on your shoulders. It's more work, right? It's more communicating with subs and stuff like that. But you probably really are learning more and more and more every day. Extraordinary. Little bitty things I never even would have ever thought about. Um, like the ground wire for the electrical. Okay. Because where it ended up was like right in the middle of my sidewalk. Uh-huh. So you really needed to be over there like nitpicking almost every day. But I would not have nitpicked that. I would never have thought about it. Uh-huh. I don't think in that way because I would have just thought, mm, we'll just pour the concrete. Are you making any sort of like diary or notes to yourself about things to remember for next time? Um, not necessarily. Not, um, that's something I've intended to do in a way as well as timeline because I would say this is by far the biggest project I've ever taken on. I totally. mean, from a shell of a building with no plumbing, no electrical and... Good for taking you, by something the way. for scratch for and really taking it all the way to something that's habitable. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> keep going. Keep telling me what all work was done. So pretty much everything. I mean, we gutted it. Started with a brick house layer, like just the bricks uh-huh. and the uh, the foundation. So the foundation was completely retuck pointed. Um, tons of um, tuck pointing on the outside. We took off. There was a small addition that they had put on I guess it's like it's it would think of it as an enclosed sunroom I don't know what it was really or supposed to ever be but it was an eight by eight little room that they had thrown on and it was in such bad shape you took it off well it was so far from code that the architect is like there's just you're better just to take it off I mean so we took it off and we didn't anticipate all the bricks going with it so on the back of the house, oh on gosh. the center, like all the bricks pretty much came with it. Oh my gosh. Would you take it off with a bulldozer? No, 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 no. Just kind of took it one by one. But apparently the boards that were holding the um, addition on were really kind of holding up the bricks as well. Oh, so then you had to have them rebuild the back wall? Yes. So we had, so... This is a real learning experience. <laughs> yeah. So there was this big hole in the back of the house. At what point was this? Did you already like have flooring in and stuff? No, it was still at the very beginning when it was still very much gutted. I okay. mean, we had subfloors down, but... Um, so it's one of those moments where you stand there. You, I walk up to the house. I walk inside and they're like, hey, Shannon, can, uh, can uh, we talk to you for a minute? And so we walk <laughs> to the back of the house. The tuck pointers are there. My um, carpenters are there as well. They were doing some other work. And then... So we're all standing in the back of the house, and you go back there, and you're like, oh, it's just one of those moments that yeah. you're like, I don't even know what to do. I kind of want to cry. Yeah. I just want to run away, and I just stood there because you go, okay, how are we going to fix this? What right. do you suggest? And Everything's fixable. Everything's fixable. So the, um, the carpenters was like, well, we could frame out a wall for you. And I'm like, what? And even the tug pointer is like, what do you mean? Because in our heads – we work so much in the city and our whole life is all about brick. We just think we have to rebuild a brick wall. Uh-huh. So the frame, the carpenter was like, we just build you a wall, like a frame, a wall, like you uh-huh. would any exterior wall and you'll put the brick on the outside. I'm like, that's brilliant. I never would have thought of that. So it was as big of a problem as it seemed. It actually had a pretty, 
easy solution. So they solution. framed a wall and then they just put the brick yeah, up. Yeah, so outside. he came in and he framed a wall, uh, that section. It was just a good section of it. And then the tuck pointers came in and did a brick exterior. Any reason why they couldn't have just put siding on the framed wall? Was that just for looks? Did you have to put the brick back? I think it would have been because the brick was still intact all the way around the corner. So the back of the house, so you would have just have this back of the house, the center section with siding. So I'm it just, just wouldn't I've have looked good. There's so many LRA properties where like the back wall of the property has fallen off. And mm-hmm. I'm always wondering, can't you just put like a a framed thing there with siding? You can. But it, and you're saying they would have either had to take down a bunch more brick and like and very neatly or yeah. they could just build the brick back up. Yeah. And you had all the brick anyway. Right. We had all the brick, and it wasn't like the whole wall was gone. I've seen those, and there was no foundational issues either. So uh-huh. I've seen those where the whole back wall comes out. So that's where you have to make sure that all is still good with the support of the house, the structure, the foundation. Wow. So you went home that night, and you're like, so, honey. Uh, anyway. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, oh. So today was interesting, yes. Yeah. Uh, but I felt like that that was a constant. That was probably one of the biggest. But that was a continual theme throughout, and has been throughout the whole process. But you just deal with it. You figure it out. You ask for suggestions. And I think that that's what holds people back from what? doing investments or rehabbing is – not knowing how they're going to get through it because they don't have all the answers. You're never going to have all the answers. Never have all the, you don't even know what the questions are yet. But, right? When you started, right. you didn't even know what the questions were. Right. So it's the unknown. But I think it's about having the confidence of just knowing that you'll just figure it out when you cross the bridges. So then you kind of got the outside buttoned up. The walls were done. Yep. You put a new roof on, I think, right? Yeah, that contract that I started with. Yep. Put a new roof on. And so then you started inside. And I popped by there one time for something, and there was plumbers over there. And you're you're in, you're finishing a basement. Did you have to dig it deeper, or what? no? Did we didn't have to dig it deeper. Seals? It was still it was code, so it's uh, seven feet two inches. Okay. Um, and so by the time you frame it up, put it up, the drywall were down to one seven inch or seven feet one inch, I think. So I'd somewhere still, around I'd there. I'd still have plenty of headroom. And since they were opening it, or since it was all open like that, were they able to sort of like hide the? Air ducts and stuff, or will I have to like duck down in different parts? Right. So there's a soffit that runs along the entire north side of. That's the, cool. It's on the side. Yeah. So along the side in the basement. So I only have one soffit running along the side of the house, along nice. the inside of the house. You know, long. So it's kept into one location. Okay. And then we did runs in between the floor joists for the upstairs vents. Did you finish the basement for more space, or did you add another bedroom down there? Added another bedroom. So we did do an egress window oh, where baby. we cut the cut the stone yeah. in order to and dug down a stone too, huh? But yeah, it's a stone foundation, so you have to cut. You have to go down pretty wow to get that egress. That's window. another thing. That's I always wonder why more people don't do that. Was that really expensive? No. So I did end up finding a guy, and I think the egress the. The whole thing was about twenty five hundred bucks. So the window, the cutting, the digging, the the like little half circle thing that outside. Yeah, the well, the, the window well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think it was around twenty five or, or three thousand, but it was not exorbitant. Even call it three thousand, you're saying, hey, it's worth three thousand to have another bedroom. Yes, I mean, talk about tremendous value. A second. Full, legitimate bedroom okay wow Mm -hmm. and then we so we had another bathroom in the basement as well so it's a two bed two bath house 
So they had to dig up some floors and stuff, the concrete floor for that? Yeah. Yeah, the basement oh, wow. was a little bit of a, um, as a... You know, you've seen like when they put in sewer laterals in basements. Yeah. I mean, they have to dig up pretty much the whole the floor. It always looks worse before it looks better. Yes. It was... Yes. And plus, we did do a um, sump pump with a drain tiles around the perimeter. Holy cow. So the whole thing was pretty much dug up. What kind of flooring are you going to put down there? Or did you put down there? We did a, lux- a waterproof... Luxury vinyl. Luxury vinyl plank? Yes. And that, But on that old floor, you never see like a nice flat basement floor. No. Is it? You had to be pretty flat if you put down a flooring like that, I guess. No, we did some leveling. Okay. We Maybe did some level. leveling. I still find the little spots. I'll walk along. And I'm like, ooh, that's not the most level spot. Uh-huh. But it's not going to affect the flooring. It doesn't affect anything. It just isn't the most, you know, so it's. It doesn't affect the performance. It doesn't affect the look, you know, affect yeah. the look or anything. So it's. That's right. So now you have a two bed, two bath house. Yes. Two full bath house. Mm-hmm. And then where's the kitchen? Is it kind of in the middle? So you walk in. Yes. You walk into the front of the house. You have your open living room and it's open to the kitchen. Oh, my gosh. This is a dream. I think you true. saw it, right? No. Well, oh, no. I haven't seen it with any drywall up or anything that. Oh, Okay. Yeah. You should come by and take a look. I'd love to come by. It's a crazy transformation. I even have to say, you know, I do take a you know, step back and go, wow, I can't believe I did it. I think because there's that, how do I do this without a contractor? I think there's that the, initially that insecurity of thinking I had to have a contractor. Yeah. And it's not like I had all the contacts. I know people always go, oh, you're a real estate agent. You must know all the plumbers, all these electricians. And not really. Not ones that do these kinds of projects so i actually used thumbtack and that's how i found my carpenter oh wow cool my um electrician um and then so i i have had the same plumber for 10 years on that i use for every project okay and so what's next we have to paint is it painted yeah it's almost there yep the countertops are in everything's all the tiles done it's almost done i mean we are waiting for the the front window so i do have a window guy that put in all the new windows and um that very large front window that's a half circle yeah yeah he went to go put it in i guess it's the wrong size oh and that takes like four to six weeks for a custom window doesn't it um so you know and i'm going well how short is it can we just you know, build it up. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. a couple inches. I guess it was 14 inches too short. Oh, my gosh. I mean, yeah. it wasn't even something you could modify. Yeah, you don't want to. So, okay, okay. So well, that's really the last major thing. And I had the plumbers there doing all the finish work and this past week. And so we'll once we have that large front window and then we can finish up the drywall on the front of that living room. So just roughly, you had to hire... A roofer, a plumber, an electrician, a drywall company. HVAC uh, guy. HVAC. A flooring installer. Carpenter to carpenter. do all the framing, drywall. Framing. The carpenter did the framing and drywall. Mm-hmm. Um, concrete company. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you had to do some concrete. A tuck pointer. Yes. Was the tuck pointer the same as the bricklayer? Yeah. Yeah. All okay. went in the same there. Okay. A window company. Mm-hmm. A different company for countertops. Yes. All right, what kind of countertops are you doing? They're granite. Oh, aren't you fancy? It's super fancy. Okay. And then, am I missing anybody? Well, cabinets, countertops, can we, you know, so. Um, Did you find, like, Home Depot to buy stuff like the fans and whatever? or Menards. 
You're a Menards girl. Well, I use Menards, Lowe's, Home Depot, Floor and Decor. Okay. And then um, without, you know, you don't probably know the numbers yet because you haven't sold it, but do you think you're going to end up making money? Um, there were so many surprises on this one. Um, if we don't count you, your labor or your time at all. Right. You know. So I did start counting how many times we had to go to a home improvement store and how many hours we were spending, personal hours. Actually, yeah. not me just being there running the project, but literally working on the house. Yeah. Actual manual labor. Um, and so I don't know what those totals are yet, but it's a lot. It took up a few pages. Wow. So, we're, yeah, we're not including your time, but you, hopefully you'll um, end up making you know, as some as, money. I think I'm not sure on this one yet. Are you going to sell it or are you going to keep it now? You're going to we don't, I don't know. Like, I, we're going to definitely try and sell it. If not, then we'll Airbnb it. Okay. Oh, that's cool. So then you'll have to go through a whole other thing of buying furniture. And I think you can. I think that that's manageable. I think you can go to Ikea and just go that, 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 and that. Two beds, two end tables, a couple things. Yeah. yeah. The Airbnb people don't need like tons of storage or anything like no. that. No. You're planning on buying most appliances either way, I suppose. Yes. So the appliances are there. So it's been a year and a month. When will you be done? Hopefully on the market by the end of this month, October. Oh, wow. Okay. Can I come to the to see it? Absolutely. You can come see it anytime. <laughs> yeah, and you can even buy it if you want to. <laughs> All right. So what have you learned? There, We don't have enough time in the day to tell you how much... It, it, of a learning experience it's been. The one theme that carries all of it is that I can figure things out. You can figure things out. Like I don't know learn. I don't know all the questions. I definitely won't have all the answers, but I know I can figure things out. So the main thing my dad would always say, You're Adam Cruz, you can do anything you put your mind to. And right. you're saying like this lesson taught you that. Right. It gave is and not that I didn't know that, I think it just instills the confidence to continue moving forward and going, yeah. I mean, whatever it is, we can do it. Yeah, you'll figure it out. Okay, and so what's uh, where's Jeff's head at? Your husband? Uh, I think so. I think it's very stressful for him. I think it's stressful for anybody that's not necessarily in it because I think he's like, "Why isn't the window guy showed up? What about this? What about that?" And I'm like, "I'm trying. I can't yeah. yell." And that's the thing is, it's not like you can call these guys and yell at them and get get your butt over here. I've you're holding us up because that doesn't go anywhere, you know. For every single thing, did you get three bids, like three window bids and three whatever? Not necessarily, just because I've um, I've always used my plumber. Uh-huh. I know he's fair. I don't know that he's going to be the cheapest, but that guy always shows up when he says he's going to show up, and he does the job and he does it well. Um, the electrician, yes. Uh, for some of the things, yes, but not everything. I think if I thought it was fair and I liked them and they came by, they had a great referrals or something, that's just as important as uh, I'm not interested in necessarily the cheapest. I just need people to show up and do a good job. And just for a little side story here, your daughter was going over there a lot. What Does this make her want to do rehabs or is she like, get me out of here? I want to live in a hotel. 
All right, right. Uh, you know, I think what's really interesting is, yes, my um, poor daughter, uh, who is eight, it, she did some summer camps, but she didn't get to stay home and just watch TV and hang out, probably like most kids. I uh-huh. made her go to, over to the rehab and we'd work. And she would do some tuck pointing and some other random projects. Uh-huh. And um, But I think it's really good for her to see that you don't just walk into a house and it's perfect. Things don't have to be perfect when you walk into any scenario, no matter what it is. Uh, but you can make them the look really good. The lessons she's learning are amazing too, probably. that like She can do things that she didn't think she can do and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, like right. We just figure it out. Once my and I think it's older, in... I'm going to do some rehabs with her. Right. Yeah. Eight. Eight years old. That's awesome. Yeah. And, so, and I even had the three-year-old... In over there, um, stacking up, you know, trash and taking it to the dumpster. (laughs) And uh, we did have the inspector come by, and he, I think he came over one day, and Milana, my daughter, was still, it was there again. He goes, you know, I'm gonna look into child labor laws. I drove by the other day, and they're, you know, I saw them over here working. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I don't withhold food or water, (laughs) so it's not child labor. (laughs) So speaking of the inspections, have they been? Oh, there! It seems like they've been there. Have they been there a lot? Yeah, they do come for a lot of, you know, throughout the process. Is it always the same person yes. checking the plumbing, checking the drywall, checking whatever? No, there's a plumbing inspector, there's an electrical inspector, and then there's the general inspector. So for framing drywall, you know, once you put the drywall up, you have to have a screw inspection yeah, before you so can funny. even, I know, uh, before you can even put the mud on. And so it... Yeah, but he was quick. It wasn't. It didn't hold up the project in any way. Um, he's been there several times, and I think he, so. On one day, he decided to have a bad day and start challenging some of the plans. So we are a little bit stuck um, because of the front deck, uh, the front porch deck. Um, he decided to challenge it. What does he mean? He challenged it. Um, he he's like, I don't think this is the way it should be done, and I'm. So I had to go back to the city. That architect is like, okay, um, well, now go back to your architect that you paid to do the plans and have them do an addendum. So you did change something? Well, I haven't yet because I don't want to. What does the city guy want you to change? Uh, Where the footings are. So that kind of like back and forth is probably frustrating. Like the city told me this is okay. Now you're also from the city telling me it's not okay. Yes. And well, and yeah, he's been there. He had been there half a dozen times. Why not? Why then? You yeah. know, like as we're trying to wrap up this project, as you throw the wrench in. Yeah. Why now? Mm-hmm. So frustrating. Okay, but so if you, when you were talking about timelines earlier, I was thinking of things like, oh, you never know. But you're saying the inspector, when you would call and say, okay, we're ready for like the screw inspection, he would be there, quick. Yeah. Meeting within the next day or two. Yeah. Usually that day he would run by. Oh, that's cool. Uh, if not, okay, I'll be there in the morning. First thing. That's good. That's really that's Yeah. So he thing. was really good. I can't say that that's the true for every inspector across the city. Okay. Well, we'll have to do one more podcast once you're done. Maybe we'll do some video or something like that to show people the finished project. I can't wait to hear what you do with it because now that you have so much into it, I wonder if you'll really be able to sell it. You'll like be like, it's my sweet baby. I don't want to get rid oh, of it. Oh, people say that. And I'm like, yeah, no, <laughs> move on. Like, you know? I like the house, like, but I like fine. money more. Yeah, we'll move on. It's fine. I mean, that's part of the, that's yeah. what it you is. Um, 
one last question before we wrap this up. I'm I'm curious about you know I don't think we're gonna have time on this podcast to talk about the winter market like we were hoping for, but I'm curious how this taking you know a year or whatever probably close to a year longer than you thought it was really maybe, but in this case has it maybe been good for you because that market that you're in is only continuing to improve. The real estate market is still hot, so you know the you're in the grove. And yes. with like the new Rockwell right there and all that stuff, like maybe you'll get more for the house than you would have, you know, a year ago or something. Well, like yeah. Yes. I mean, I mean, more for the house, but then the holding costs, all the other, yeah, yeah the things that really go into it. I wouldn't say that you're going to make out that any better for holding on to it, but it is the way that it is. It's how it worked out. And even to that point, we have uh, three more houses on that specific block under rehab. And that's a good thing, right? Right. It's a great thing. It's going to make that street look that much better. Yeah. So my neighbor's done with his. He's now... um, He's finally done? Yeah. He's done too. And then the um, there's three more on that block that are gutted right now. And you wish you would have bought those? No. My neighbor came over who did a house just like mine, uh-huh. right? So he came over and he's like, do you think you'll ever do another one like this? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about this one. He yeah, goes, now you know who to call. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, but he had just as many challenges. And I don't know if it's the house. I mean, it was just everything about it was a challenge. It's a small space. And it was excruciating. I mean, I've had times where I've had to have the plumber and the HVAC and the electrical all meet all me at the property because I'm like, yeah. we're all crawling over. They were crawling over each other, and not them themselves, but the HVAC lines, the plumbing lines, and the electrical were all competing for space. And so it was extraordinarily painfully they had Difficult to meet and to, talk and kind of make a plan. And we all, yes. And they're like, would you be okay with this? And I'd be like, no way. I'm not pushing out that wall anymore. I'm not doing that. You know, yeah. The only way to get through that one scenario was just meeting at the property. So everybody compromised, actually. That's so good. the the HVAC guy is like, well, I could do this. And the plumber like removed a line over. And, you know, so it, and then the electrician had to move. But that's not as hard. Part of the reason why this has taken so long, Shannon, is because you've also been killing it as a realtor in the meantime, too. Right. So beyond being a contractor. Yeah. Which... You couldn't spend all your time over there because you were busy also selling homes and stuff like that, too. So don't forget to call us for all your real estate needs. Right. Thank you very much for listening. Take, Take care. Bye-bye.